Today, we're going to start the uh, first of our three shiurim that will be related to um, Haggadah. And um, I want to take a look at a line in the Haggadah, which is very central. Uh, very central is a little bit over, overkill. It's a central line in the Haggadah. And it makes an assertion which we take for granted, um, but we have to see whether or not we, how well it's anchored. And the and we're going to take a look here on the second page of the of the handout, which is the nusach of our Haggadah. Different Haggadot obviously have different nuschot. We'll take a let's go look at a, a couple of them. But <clears throat> towards the end of the section that we call Magid, uh, and as fact, the very last thing that we do before we move from uh, from story to song, when we cover up the matzah and pick up the wine and move into Hallel, is the following paragraph: the whole door vador. Chayav Adam and famously Rambam and others' version of it is A person is obligated to envision himself or Rambam to show himself as if he himself got out of Egypt. Right? And what's the source text? Now, the, this this source text is a problem, but the text itself is a little bit of a problem, All right? And then added on to that is lo which seems to be overkill because we just said you're obligated to envision yourself as if you got out of Egypt, which means Hakadosh Baruch Hu took us out too, and we have a source text which we'll see is problematic. And then we say, God did not only take our ancestors out, he took us out with them, Shinamar, and we have a different source text. So we have to take a look at these two texts and see what the relationship is between them and how they connect to the Skiyuv, and whether there's two different Skiyuvim going on or what it is that's happening here. But to back it up, we have to recognize the first pasuk, which there's no need to, to quote uh, in sight to, because we know it, it's from Parshat Bo, and it's when Moshe is commanding B'nai Yisrael, the Parshat of Kadesh, and he says that you, every year you have a celebration, and you eat matzot, and you eat a chametz, and v'yigaratala dincha bayom ahulemor. You, B'nai Yisrael, you just got to <laughs> tell your kid on that day, God did this for me when I went out of Mitzrayim. Right. The next pasuk is far more n- nuanced and textured, as we will see. <coughs> but the first problem is with the statement, Behold Dor Vador itself, because it's anchored here. Here's the Mishnah Masachet Pesachim, source four. This is the famous Mishnah from the 10th parak of Pesachim, which goes through the entire Seder. and starts out with Ramagam Yel Hayal Mer, Kol Shalomar, Shoshad Pesach, Notice Pesach No source text. No source text. No source text. And the reason I'm saying that is because when you look at our Haggadah, each one of them in the green has a text, as a Shinamar, and a quote from uh, from Sefer Shmot, indicating the the meaning of those symbols, whereas in the Mishnah, Rabbi Gamliel simply says you have to explain these things and what they mean, but without a source text. 
And then we have behold door vador chayav adam lotatzmoki otzam mitzrayim shenemar vigatalu vinchabek mohule mor baruze asad donadi b'mitzetim mitzrayim stop. There is no lowet avotenu b'vada kol kodesh baruch hu, and there is no v'amarta v'amarta v'otanu otzim isham l'mana v'otanu v'amartalu vincha. There is none of that there. It goes straight to lefichach. But what's even more surprising is when you look at the Kaufman manuscript, which is considered to be the most reliable manuscript of the Mishnah, you find that this entire paragraph is gone. And take a look at source three. Surprisingly, again, no source text. That's not the surprise. Mirorim. So even though the order is Pesach, Matzah, Marorim, the explanation is Pesach, Mirorim, and then Matzah. Matzah, And the whole Bechol Dorador isn't even found here. So where is this coming from? Where is there a Chiyuv that I have to envision as if I got out of Mitzrayim? Where does that text come from, Bechol Dorador? How come there's one proof text in the Mishnah, in the printed version of the Mishnah, which is going to reflect some minority of manuscripts. And then in the Haggadah, there's a whole other section with another source text. What, what, what is, how is this all connecting? So I want to roll it back to look at, in source one, the actual text itself, that is the second source text in the Haggadah. We're very familiar with this, but this is, of course, the one we call the Chacham. I'm not going to go into the Otanu problem. We were slaves, Hashem took us out with a strong hand. God took us out with signs and wonders, etc. This is what Moshe is commanding B'nai Israel to tell their children when their children in some future time ask about the Chukim and Mishpat. <coughs> v'otanu hotzi misham is what you tell your kid. L'mana v'otanu l'atet l'anu ta'aretz asher nishpah la'avotenu. God took us out in order to give us the land that he promised to our ancestors. And then, that is the background for the mitzvot, which are all to our benefit. Okay. Now take a look at the Midrash Lekach Tov, which is a Byzantine Midrash from 10th century, um, it's more of a pirus than a midrash in a sense. Eventually, your kid's going to say to you, please explain this to me, answer my question. It should be it's one of the four sons. Now watch what the Midrash Lakach Tov says. From, based on this Pasuk, we say, This Pasuk is the source for the Chiyuv. In other words, it's not just, we have a Chiyuv, and here's a Pasuk that seems to fit it, it is now seen in the opposite way. Not there's a Chiyuv, and here's a Pasuk to support it. Here's a Pasuk which leads to this Chiyuv. The chiyuv that you have to imagine as if you yourself got out of Mitzrayim. How does that work? 
And what happened to the pasuk that we quoted in the Haggadah? The Gadatal of Yimshabayom Ahulemor, Bavurze Asad when I leave and say Tima Mitzrayim. So an interesting thing, if you take a look at source six, I know we're hopping all around, but if you take a look at source six, you will see that in Rav Sandi Gon's Haggadah, which we have, Avadina, you know the Pharaoh of Mitzrayim. It's one of the earliest Haggadot that we have. Ramam Gon, perhaps, uh, remember this, ninth century. Avadina, you know the Pharaoh of Mitzrayim. Ve'yotzienu Adonai Eloheinu Misham, b'yad chazakar v'zuran tuya. V'ilu lo ga'al ha-melech ha-kadosh baruch hu et avotenu, does it sound familiar? <clears throat> this is, of course, the paragraph that is at the beginning of the of Magid, right after the Manistana section. And it's commonly called the answer to the wise son, perhaps. Maybe that's what it is. And what do we say in here? We were slaves. Hashem took us out with a strong hand. If HaKadosh Baruch had not taken our ancestors out, we ourselves would still be enslaved to Parab Mitzrayim. And now watch what, what he adds, which is not in our Haggadot, meaning in our traditional Haggadot that we use. HaKadosh Baruch did not just take them out, he took us out too. Shinemar, Ve'otanu Hotsimisham. Which means, by the way, in Rufsadi Gaon's Haggadah, this notion that we were also taken out is now not continued to at the beginning, where we say, if God had not taken them out, we would still be there, but it's explicated where we say, God not only took them out, he took us out, as it says, and now watch what happens. Each with a pasuk. And that is followed by Uvachol, this Rav Sadia, Uvachol Dorador, Chayav Adam Nerotat Asmoki, Leatsam Misham, Lefich Chanachu Chayavim. Now notice what's radically different here. Rav Sadia Gon introduces the idea at the very beginning of the evening that we ourselves were taken out along with our ancestors, and he brings the source text, Biotano Misham, or the proof text. And then at the end of the Magid, he says, It's almost as if at the end he's reiterating what was stated at the beginning as a cause for raising the cup and saying Hallel. The Rambam in his Nusach Haggadah has the following. This is the Rambam's famous Nusach. Now that shin is critical. It's not a separate statement. You have to see yourself as if you just got out because God did not just take our ancestors out. He took us out too. Shinemar, and he quotes our proof text from Dvarim. And he quotes the entire piece. Notice he does not have the first proof text. He got to tell the vincha. And by the way, in the halachot, he says, You have to demonstrate as if you just got out of the slavery, Shinemar, and again he quotes a pasuk from Dvarim. And by the way, at no point does the pasuk from Shemot ever come up, Why not? Why not? 
Satsa Chirut Vinifteta. You have to imagine this view yourself with it. By the way, the Rambam is not the only one to not read this. The the riff, by the way, um reads like our our Tabiad Kaufman. Matzah Shum Shinigalu, right? Pesach Maror Matzah, Shinam. There's no Bachol Dorvador at all. So what is it what is it that's going on in these different Nuschaot? So one last Four spice to give you before we get into into the what I believe is a resolution of this. What you're looking at is the Ktaviad Leiden, the one extant, uh, complete, more or less, manuscript of the Talmud Yerushalmi. And what you have in the Talmud Yerushalmi, uh, and not only in the Talmud Yerushalmi, in many early manuscripts of the Bavli also, is that uh, in Psachim, the entire chapter of Mishnah is presented first, then the entire chapter of Gemara, instead of the way we have it broken up. So in the section here of the Mishnah, you take a look at the Mishnah, which is uh, at the top. Rabban Gamliel Haya Omer. Kol Pesach chovato. Make it a little bit bigger. Pesach Matzah Umirorim. Pesach al shem shepasach makom avtei avoteinu mitzrayim mororim al shem again Pesach and then matzah maror but Pesach mororim then matzah is the order of the explanation shem shemeru mitzrayim et chaye avoteinu b'mitzrayim and now that's crossed out as you see but I'm just going to read it and then I'll go back matzah al shem shenigalnu lefichach anu chayavim lahodot meaning there's no behold over door here at all there's no statement at all here that you're obligated to envision yourself as if you got out of Mitzrayim. Now notice the cross out. And how you have this note written in some other writing, other script. Right? <speaking in Hebrew> But notice it's a margin note. It's a margin note. So it's quite strange. So we're trying, we're going to try to try to figure out what is going on in this entire passage. And I'm going to phrase, present it essentially as three questions because four questions is too cliche. First of all, what is the source for the idea that you have an obligation to envision yourself? As if you got out of Mitzrayim. How do these texts manage that? Also, the text that we use in the Haggadah, that which is Vigata Talavin Chabayomahulemor, is ignored by the Rambam as a source for this. As a source for this. And even in a Haggadah, it seems to be not enough because we then add, not only did he take them out, he took us out, and we added the Pasuk that's highlighted here in green from Sefer Dvarim. So what's the difference between this Pesukim and where's this all coming from? And I'm going to basically follow the lead of the Lekach Tov because I think this is where we have to start. We have to remember when we look at Torah, we are looking at a text that speaks to two generations. Besides earlier generations, when Yaakov speaks to his sons, when Yosef speaks to the butler, when Avram speaks to Malkitzedek, these are speeches that happened in ancient history. 
But now here we are in our vote Moav. And Moshe is writing the Torah, which includes words that Moshe said to these people's parents who were in Mitzrayim, who didn't want to leave, who didn't want to listen, who eventually left, who made it to our Sinai, some of them, not all of them. And now he's talking in Sefer Dvarim to a new generation. Think about the first pasuk, the one that we're all familiar with, um, but it, it's right here in the yellow. That's in Sefer Shmot. Who's Moshe talking to? Moshe is talking to people who are walking out of Mitzrayim. They are themselves the redeemed. And he says to them, in future years, you're going to celebrate this redemption every year. Zachor at Yom Hazesh at September Mitzrayim. Hashem took you out, and you're going to celebrate it every year. And part of that celebration is going to be involved getting rid of chametz. And part of that celebration is going to involve eating matzah. And part of that celebration is going to be involved telling your kids, This is why God did it for me when I left Mitzrayim. By the way, there's nothing odd about that. I was taken out of Mitzrayim. And that's why God did it for me. So in truth, the, the Pasuk from Sefer Shmot really does nothing for us to speak to future generations about the way they should look at themselves. However, and here I want to just move ahead for a second, right after our Mishnah in the Bavli, Rava has the following statement, a very short statement, a five-word statement, three of which are not his own words. Tzarich shiomar ve'otanu misham. After our Mishnah, which undoubtedly did not include Bechol Dorador, undoubtedly, or most likely, included what we have in the Kalfin manuscript, no Bechol Dorador, no obligation to view yourself as if you came out, Rava adds in, you have to add in Votano Otsimisham. Why does he pick that Pasuk, that phrase from Pasuk? What does it add? So now let's take a look at the Parshan Tvarim again. And now we're going to see something magical. And this is part of the magic of the evening of Pesach. And it's part of what Rabban Gamliel is actually introducing in this paragraph. And it's how Rav's statement causes the Beholdor Vador to get added in, to be understood as an obligation, and to be then placed into the Mishnah and make it into the Haggadah with its expansion. We go from a Mishnah that does not have any Chiyuv to see yourself that way to a Mishnah a version of the Mishnah that has a chiyuv to see yourself as if you got out, to the addition in the Haggadah, which is not only were our ancestors taken out, but we were taken out with them, and our proof text from here, from Dvarim. What's going on? So remember, in Sefer Dvarim, Moshe is talking to a generation of people who did not leave Mitzrayim. They were born in the desert. And now watch what he says to them. When your kid asks you later on, what are my dot batim? That God commanded you. Now, by the way, I wasn't a Harsinai. I was born after that. So, you could turn around and respond, well, Hashem Sivat Avotenu. So, nobody says, that's not the answer. 
What should you say? Avadim hayinu. What does that mean? We were slaves. Not our ancestors were slaves. We were slaves. And God took us out. Not them. He took us out. God did all of these signs and wonders in front of our eyes. Notice what the chidush of this passage in Dvarim is. It's so subtle, we don't get it. It's somebody who was born in the desert, making it into Israel, settling down, having his son turn to him years later and say, Abba, what are all the chukim? And the father turning to his son and saying, we were in Egypt. We were slaves. Hashem did all these miracles for us. And then what do you say? Now, if I stop at Votano Tzimisham, I have a totally imaginative set in which I am imagining myself to be part of a different generation. I'm play acting. I was part of the slaves and part of the generation of the slaves. And we were enslaved. And we saw God's miracles. And God took us out. You know what the real oomph for this pasuk is? It's the second part. God took God took us out in order to bring us to the land. By the way, who, who entered the land? This guy entered the land. The audience of Sefer Dvarim is entering the land. What's the magic of this pasuk? It is the same Otanu that got out of Mitzrayim is the same Otanu that entered the land. Now, in matter of demography, it's not true. The Otanu that left Mitzrayim died in the desert. And the Otanu that entered the land was born in the desert. What's the power of this pasuk? And I highlighted the two key words. Is that what you're supposed to teach your child is that I am not I. I am part of a much larger we. And the we is not just spatial, the we is temporal. Who are we? We were in Mitzrayim. We were at Har Sinai. We entered the land. We were exiled to Babel. We were in Shushan. We returned and drained the swamps. We have reconquered Yerushalayim. That's Orotanu. This pasuk, perhaps more than any other pasuk, holds the secret to the multi-generational arvut that exists among Am Yisrael. And so therefore, what do we do with this pasuk? Watch what Rav Sadi does. Rav Sadi at the beginning of the Seder says, Hashem did not just, he, there's two things. Had a Kaddish Baruch not taking them out, we'd still be there, which means we owe a debt of gratitude because our futures and our present is very much enriched because of what a Kaddish Baruch did to them, for them. But more than that, God didn't just take them out. He took us out. How did I know that? Because Otano Tzimisham. Who's saying Otano Tzimisham? Somebody who was never in Egypt. Which means we all recognize ourselves as being part of corporate Israel. Eternal corporate Israel. In all places and at all times. In our Haggadah, we expand it. And we do the following. Bechol Dorvador, which, by the way, is an important setup to Lefichach, 
which is the key of the whole evening, to say as a result of all this, we have to give thanks to God. So behold, or vador, you have to do imagination. What do I do with that pasuk? Very simple. Even though Moshe is talking to the generation that leaves, in which case Lee is real, it's a command forever, which means in every generation you have to be able to turn to your son and say, this is what Hashem did for me. But let's be honest, that's still appropriating a conversation to an earlier generation. And then the Haggadah takes it to the new level. Lo bavad, which is the reality of them being taken out. We are supposed to imagine it as if and experience it as and understand the reality that we were taken out with them, with them. Not we are them. We were with them. Shinamar and they quote the whole Pasuk. Again, the generation of entering the land who was not enslaved and was not in Egypt recognizes that they were that we were taken out so that we may enter the land. And suddenly the word Otanu takes on eternal meaning and it spreads across the generations. And that leads to this most impactful of Fichachanachuchayavin. Because what is it we're thanking God for? What's the therefore? Therefore, we have to obligation to thank, to praise, etc. God, who did all of this, for whom? In other words, all of these miracles we're reading about happened to billions of people. The people who were physically there at the time, and the people who are part of the people who are physically, who are there along with them, which is the rest of the history of the Jewish people. The rest of the historic Corporate Israel. We were all there. And so therefore, um, and so therefore, we are all obligated to give thanks to our Kodesh Baruch Hu. And again, the great switch happens after we say Tuparkim of Halel, when we suddenly step fully into the position and say, Asher Ge'alanu Vigalatavoteinu. He redeemed us and he redeemed our ancestors. And as we then turn it and say, we understand that the redemption chiefly is about our own experience. And yeah, reality check. They were there too. So hopefully over the course of this last half hour or so, we've had a chance to look at a key paragraph in the towards the end of Magid and take a look from several perspectives of how the two different verses that play as possible sources for the obligation to picture yourself as if you got out of Egypt really are distinct and speak to two different poles of that experience. And ultimately, Rabbah's statement, Votanu Otsimisham, is what drives the day. That Pasuk and Varim is really what creates the identification as us being part of this ongoing community that's around forever.